It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Soul to the Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew Mo Cow. Yo, yo. What's up, guys? Nothing but bowl. How's it going? Another week? Or two yes, weeks indeed. it's been? Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get how this many, down someday. How many weeks have we missed since we got back to North, like, consistent? Like, two? Uh, Probably two. We missed Maybe last three. week, and then we missed some, uh, yeah. or like Christmas, New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, a week or two ago again, right? It's about uh, three weeks. I think we made one up, though. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did two in one week. Make up for it. Speaking we... of podcasts, yeah, um, I am scheduled to have a cigar with Corey Allen of uh, Hot Ticket Podcast tomorrow. He's in town uh, for work. Awesome. So we're going to meet up at the lounge and hopefully have a cigar. Yeah, we're going to meet up last night. Just couldn't, couldn't work out the schedules. But I'm really looking forward to that. That guy's just... It was fucking hilarious, man. So I'm looking forward to that. Is he going to ask you really awkward "Would you rather" questions? He's gonna, I hope not. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him to leave that shit at home. He's going to make you act him out this time. <laughs> he's what? He's going to make you act him out this time. Yeah, sure yeah, enough. I don't think that. I don't think they have a dancing pole there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll bring one. Just, yeah, just for you. Uh, but you know, man, I I know I said this before, but that. That podcast, for whatever it was, it really opened up a lot of, uh, it opened me up to an audience that I really wasn't hitting. And so there was a lot of positive feedback from that experience. So uh, I definitely owe those guys a huge thank you. So for whatever, as awkward as, <laughs> as, awkward as those bastards made me feel <laughs> at some point. But, That's half the uh, fun, though. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. I mean, there are probably people that listen to our stuff and cringe. There uh, better be. Yeah. Because we're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Mo, you had uh, a topic about uh, earlier this week. Um, oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know how I put this uh, politically, but have you, you know, it kind of goes go. back. Yeah, it kind of goes back to. Okay, so you invite a bunch of people to your house, right? You have your humidor, right, where you keep all your good stuff, all your whatever that you smoke. And then some guys go on to um, separate cigars that they necessarily won't smoke. But if they have, like, a beginner guy, they'll give those cigars to, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. And, You know, when somebody, when, when you see somebody smoking your cigar that you know typically doesn't smoke. So, like, there are premium cigars or there's handmade and all that. And, and sure, but there are different levels, right? Yeah. 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 So, so I spent years smoking, you know, sampler sticks from Cigars International, which are pretty low. Low right. So, so let's say you're on the lower rung of premium cigars and then you want to step up or whatever. Somebody steps up and they give you um, a truly premium cigar. OK. Which is a lot of what we smoke. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Aroma craft. Yep. David off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, this segment brought to you by Danny Vasquez. <laughs> yeah. Since he couldn't be with again. us, I'll uh, I'll chime right. in with that. So, 
you know, well, I'm going to do with what Marty Marty Pape had suggested, uh, M Pape 78 on Instagram. Uh, I'll only talk about Roma crafts. I want to talk about patina today. Uh, but Danny can't talk about patina because he's not here. So it's kind of a doesn't work. But either way, he lost. Yeah. But either right, way, so, so there's dudes that smoke like low, lower, lower quality premium stuff. Sure. So like they're you know they're they're smoking the you know Nissan Sentras or the you know Toyota Corollas of premium cigars. Then they step up and they say, okay, well you know what so-and-so gave me this whatever brand or this brand or whatever. And it's kind of like that next step up or maybe even two or three steps up. And then that guy dogs that next level premium. That is a huge pet peeve for me. And I don't know why. But it's like, to me, it's like this, dude. It's not that cigar. It's what... Just like you could condition your palate for for super premium stuff, which I've seen guys do, okay? Mm -hmm. I had a retailer uh, tell me not long ago that, uh, you know, Tatawahe is his lower-end cigar. When he wants, like, something lower-end, he'll smoke a Tatawahe. Fair enough. Wow. That's that's some high-level shit. Yeah, what's he smoking all normally? (laughs) Right, you know, whatever. It's just unicorns. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, but, but on the flip side, your palate could come, become so accustomed to smoking, let's say lower rung premium that you've given your palate essentially no shot at appreciating that next level or next couple levels of cigars. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I wrong in thinking that? So it, it, it bothers me when I see somebody who normally smokes like a, a whatever and then smokes a, a Roma craft or a patina or a Tatawahe or, you know, an Illusioni, it's like, yeah, 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 it was okay. It was all right. Dude, stop it. <laughs> if you can't appreciate the differences from the stuff that you're getting out of CI samplers in no, in, compared to those brands, just, Save yourself the money. I think there's something. There's no way that they can't tell the difference. I mean, look. Well, uh, maybe if they're pretending not to, but I mean, your analogy, metaphor, whatever it was, Toyota. Okay, you drive a Toyota around, and then you get it in a Bentley. You can tell the difference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you go and you buy a, uh, I don't know, steak at Walmart, and you grill it at home, and you go to some high-end steak restaurant and spend seventy-five bucks. You can tell the difference. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you can't tell the difference between, like, an Outback steak and, like, a steak at, like, let's say, you know, I don't know, pick a bigger chain, uh, yeah. a Morton's or a we got whatever. Mahogany's around here. Or, yeah. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Come on. Stop. <laughs> so if you can't appreciate that difference, just save your money. But don't go out there and start bashing shit in front of people. Is it? Is yeah. it? Is it them not appreciating the difference or them not liking the difference? Or let me add oh. one more. Is it them it could be. sort of proving to themselves that their cheap yes. ways are the correct one? Yeah. Yes, and I, and I believe that's what it is. I'm, get, I I'm getting four, self, 40 miles they're, they're to the gallon in my Toyota. Right. <laughs> I, I don't need a Bentley. Justifying to themselves, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think it is. 
because yeah, I don't think there's anything to even justify. That's the funny thing because if you like if you like stuff that's like two dollars a cigar, like more freaking power to you. Oh, that's heck fantastic. yeah, sure, good for you. Yeah. But, but don't tell me that the other good stuff is bad just to make yourself feel better, right? If you don't like it, fine, mm. whatever. But there's no way you don't like all the good stuff. Right. You know, and I've had guys come to me and say, oh, well, you know, I, this is, you know, whatever, and I have this, and then this is how I keep my cigars. And I'm like, well, how do any of your cigars survive? Like, you know, in a wooden boot at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> and, and, the, and the chances are, you know, the, the likelihood of someone who, and maybe this is a generalization, but, like, I don't have a fancy setup. I keep my boxes of cigars literally in a weather steel Ziploc tub with yeah. Bovida packs. That's what I do. Yeah. And it works perfectly for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not saying this is some sort of like storage snob or something like that. I do what works for me. Okay. But the chances are, if you are, if you are cheap on the cigars you smoke, you're probably just as cheap in how you keep them, which means that if you are buying that next level of cigar and you're not taking care of it next level, or at least the right way, then you're also going to hinder your experience. And then you're going to go out and bash that next level cigar as if you gave it a real fucking chance. Yeah. Cause the CI sampler, so, I don't, I don't know what they run price wise, but dude, two or three bucks. I don't know. A stick. Yeah, between one and three dollars. Okay, basically. one and three. I mean, one uh, even if it's on the low end, even on the three dollar end. Pfft. Mm-hmm. Dude, you can you can probably leave it out on the table for a couple of days and smoke it, and it's going to be the same. <laughs> yeah. So my 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 thing is this: is if you are, and it goes back to our conversations about educating yourself about the hobby. If you are going to spend the money to take that next step in your cigar progression, do it right. Don't just piss away your money. Don't piss away your time. Don't piss away. Actually do it the right way. I guess that's my point. That's legit. Do it. (laughs) Yeah, if you're spending a lot of money on cigars, you need to be spending... Not necessarily a lot of money, but some money on keeping those cigars in their proper condition. Yeah, it's more effort than money, I think. Yeah, but even... Because that, that Tupperware with some Bovida packs is not that expensive. No. No. You can get away with like do 20 it. bucks. Yep. Maybe 30 if you buy a couple extra Bovidas, but... Oh, you missed your fancy pants. Extra money. Ooh. Ooh. You gotta have mm. a, You got to have a backup Bovida. <laughs> always, always. That's hilarious. You say that. You always do, man. And what sucks about like the mini ones, if like you have a smaller humidor, oh, they don't yeah. come in the in the plastic, so those are like used right away. Mm-hmm. So if you you know, and then you're stuck. Well, do I put in a full size bovita for like 15 cigars? Then it's kind of like overkill. So <laughs> yeah, emergency bovitas are are priceless, man. Do you guys recharge your Bovidas? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, Cal, now that you have yours, you can recharge. Yeah, I do not. Oh, really? I do. Mm -mm. Man, I've always done that. Works just as well and saves me some money. Oh, yeah. And you always have a backup. (laughs) 
Yeah. Mm, true. The backup Bovida. Yeah. I think I think the easiest thing is, is say you don't want to spend time. You buy a, a giant Zycar, one of those travel humidors that's plastic, yeah. uh, like a Pelican case. Dude, yeah. you, you could literally leave those in there with a large Bovida pack for probably six months and never <laughs> open it, and they're still going to be fine. 100%. Probably true. Yeah. I use one of those when I travel, and it's they're awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you... If you and dude, especially if like you take out the styrofoam or the, yes. not the styrofoam, but the uh, yeah, the different layers, the the pads or whatever, you can yeah. <laughs> that eighty count becomes a hundred count. Oh yeah, easy. I mean, you're yeah. more likely to mess them up, but yeah, sure. But if you're just storing them at the house and you throw, like I said, you yeah. throw above it no in there, deal. dude, it will sit mm-hmm. there. Even like once mm-hmm. a month, if you open it. Once or twice, a couple of times a month, you could probably get away with a large bovida for three or four months. Easy, yep. That's like this show was not sponsored by ugh. bovida. Low maintenance. Yeah. With with well, you want to protect those Romacraft cigars in the yeah. Zycar <laughs> humidor with your bovida packs. Yeah. Do you want you the like... freshest Romacraft cigars? Yeah. You don't want those wanderlusts <laughs> going dry. <laughs> Don't lose your goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Take, All right. So take care of your got? shit. Take care of your so, shit. Yeah. So what I'm curious about on your thoughts on is, uh, so JSK has this CBD mm-hmm. cigar coming yeah. out in April called mm-hmm. Nugs, which I feel mm-hmm. like a douche for saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the name of that cigar. <laughs> uh, so my question for you guys is would you smoke one of these CBD-infused nugs? So, okay, my understanding of CBD, though, it it doesn't, like, get you high or anything. Mm-hmm. So what's no, the purpose of... it's supposed to help with things like pain and help you feel, like, not anxious. Yeah. And help you feel calm and all that kind of shit. So why... Supposedly. I guess there's a market for everything. They're just trying to make money, but... What's the... Yeah, they're just trying to make money. Okay, I answered my own question. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, we're good. <laughs> so, would you smoke one? Uh, I mean, sure, just to try it. Do I want to? No. <laughs> so, like, if somebody handed it to you, you would smoke it. Um, but if yeah, you had to like yeah. seek it out and buy it, you no. probably would not. And I don't know if it came if if I saw it in the shop one day. Maybe, may, I, what's the price point on them? That'd be the other thing. I'm not sure. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not paying over like eight bucks, maybe just to sample this. <laughs> Have you heard anything about it? Is it a, is it a decent cigar? I mean, on its own? It's not out yet. Nobody okay. knows. Nobody knows. It comes out in yeah. April, which I assume is for, for people buying it for 420, but who knows? So, yeah. so, so my thing would be just, it it would have to be a decent cigar for me to want to try it anyways. I mean, right. I'm not trying the new CI sampler just because it came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, my question would be, how does it affect the flavor of the cigar, if, if at all? And my understanding is that it's so negligible, the amount that it's infused with, that it literally... Will not have any effect on, yeah, on the probably, person. Probably not doing anything. 
But even CBD in and of itself has any sort of like I don't know I don't want I don't know if you want to call it hallucinogenic, but hallucinogenic properties removed from it anyway. Yeah, it, yeah, so, it's not doing anything to you. Right. It's like and, an anti. It's I like guess, taking aspirin. It's an anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, basically, my thing is this is I, I have actually been approached a couple times by a few different people to do something like this for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I don't even know where to begin. And that's not what <laughs> that's just not something I'm interested in. But, um, yeah, man, for whatever it's worth, you know, hey, God bless if he you know, if he wants to do that. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's his stuff. You know, he can do whatever he wants. I, um, you know, he's all, you know, it's interesting because that's a guy that really um, has been in the business a lot longer, I think, than people think. JSK has been around. Mm-hmm. Um, and he seems to be a very polarizing figure. Yep. Um, in the sense that people either really like him and like what he does or they don't. And I will say from personal experience, he has always been very nice to me. So whatever he wants to do, man, that's God bless. And I wish him the best, but personally, I won't, I mean, I'm not going to seek that cigar out. Oh man, Drew, I got your answer by the way. Yeah. What do you got? It's a four by 48. That's the only size. No, it's pretty small. I don't want one. What's the price point? That's what I was gonna say. It's twelve dollars. No, not even for a close. four by forty-eight. No, I wouldn't even want to try it. It's really high. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh cool. boy, when's when's yeah, that my, coming? My, is my that... thought on it is I'm I'm concerned that it's just one more thing for the FDA to get annoyed about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like now you're putting CBD in your cigars, and I'm surprised they already don't like cigars, but I guess they like CBD. Okay, I'm surprised somebody hasn't done that though. Pot in a cigar in like Colorado, Washington, uh, I don't know California now. What? Uh, they're gonna, they they will at some point. I'm very shocked that they have not. You well, why like, would you would be messed up, dude? That's people, a lot. That, that's, cigars are big. That's blunts though. That's what they smoke. But that's like a like a Swisher sweet, right? Usually, nah, normally like a fat Philly. All right, know. let me ask you guys this: You're gonna make uh, a cigar fill? The filler is a little bit of the ganj. What wrapper do you use? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I think I'd have to sample the ganj first to know what uh, what it's pairing with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come up with the blend first, and yeah. then put a wrapper over it. Man, I'd go something strong so I taste as little of that as possible. Yeah, it's a good tactic. But you'd be like super dry mouth with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'd go with the cheapest thing possible so that I can make a lot of money. That's mm. yeah. At that point, that's what you're in it for. You're right. <laughs> you're, well, I will, I will tell you right now, there is nothing that is fucking cheap. Yeah, that I could tell you. That's fair. <clears throat> That's fair. Um, so I did, before we get into your next topic, I did want to, I had a, 
I was kind of persuaded to maybe adjust my position on this 18 to 21 smoking age thing. You meet some 18-year-olds? No. The Cigar <laughs> Authority had done a podcast last week where they discussed the Patina Habano. But within that podcast, they had discussed these age increases. Hold on, hold on. Pause for a second. The the Patina Habano that they rated a 94, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, that one. Okay, cool. Keep going. So they're on it, and, and anybody who doesn't know the Cigar Authority, it's, it's a gentleman by the name of Barry Stein, um, another guy who used to be basically what Oliver is now for United, uh, and I forgot his name. Um, and then there's uh, Senor Garofalo, who owns two guys cigar shops out in New Hampshire, who also owns United, uh, distributors of Atabay, Byron, whatever. Um, so... They were talking, and, and Garofalo's point was, look, it's not about the age. You have to fight it because today it's 18 to 21. Tomorrow it could be 25. Yep. The next day it could be 30. And I didn't think about it that way. And he's absolutely right. And so I'm going to modify what I said a couple weeks ago that, no, it does not directly affect our mar- our target market as cigar people, right? The majority of the time we go to cigar shops, we are not seeing 21-year-olds or 18-year-olds there. But they're, they're absolutely right in the sense that, okay, today it's 18 to 21, what is it tomorrow? Because the more you continue to give and the more you let them start to change stuff like that, where do you stop? You know, but you got to be 45 now to have a cigar? So, I'm I'm with them. I've changed my mind on that. It's not a good thing, regardless of even if it's not necessarily our target market. It's still not a good trend. No, you let them have anything, and they're going to take more next time. Yep. Did we did we lose cow? No, I just oh, I just, he didn't have nice an opinion sir. about this topic. I'm not not swayed. Is all it is. Oh. What was so your... you still think it's not a big deal? Well, it's like, I think it's the same the same kind of concept before where I think it's like the the NRA analogy that I had before is still holds, right? Like their concern is that if you drop anything, it's like a principal stand where, mm-hmm. you know, it's a slippery slope to lose rights, all this stuff. Um, yeah. I just think at some point that's just not, it's not how people think, right? Nobody's going to be like, well, you know, 33 is the right age to smoke a cigar. Um, well, that's just that's not true necessarily. But if you give them 18 to now 21, and then they go, well, now you can't have CBD too. And then you go, oh, you can't have this certain kind of wrapper. And then it's, it's not necessarily it's going to be 35. It's going to be you gave up one thing. Now you're going to give up some other. <laughs> They're going to keep so ch- chiseling the age away. For everything else goes to 21. Is that kind of your thought? Uh, uh, possibly, but also just in the cigar market. I mean, they're going to, if, if they take the age thing away, they will take something else is kind of my take on it. So mm-hmm. they start with an age and you give it to them. If you just give it to them and don't put up a fight, then they're going to take something else too. I mean, they're going to, like I said, 
Okay. Yeah, well, I can appreciate that. You can't use. I think, I think the smart people make a deal with them to say, okay, we won't oppose this as long as you don't go after this other thing. Well, mm-hmm. if you can, yes, I, absolutely. That's the smart way to do it. But it's also the government we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they're politicians, right? They got, they got uh, all kinds of, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kinds of things. Like oh, that. yeah. You scratch my back, I'll stab you in the back. Well, yeah, Ooh. but that comes later. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's some scratching involved in stabbing. Have so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotten any feedback? I mean, last week we didn't really talk so much about cigars. Our, our focus kind of was on other things. Did you guys get any feedback about that? Because I, I, ha- I haven't yet, but I, yeah. I just was wondering... Um, if people if people enjoyed that, you know, we really didn't talk about cigars as much, or if they want us to stick to what the fuck we know, or kind of know, know, or <laughs> yeah, or or pretend to know, and and they enjoy that more. I'd I'd be curious if people wanted to share their thoughts. So, the only thing that I heard was I was I was out at Havana Lounge, saying hi to Tyler and hanging out and all that good stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. he mentioned. The some of the stuff we were talking about with businesses as being pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So, at least one person listened and thought that was interesting. Okay. Yeah, That's I mean, it, I yeah, no, I think it's you know it's important that we mix in real life stuff because the reality is you go into a cigar shop, guess what? You're going to hear all different types of conversations. You, know? you are, and and I think that can really help a lot in the world we live in right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, nobody agrees about anything if you read the news, but you start right. talking to people and almost everybody agrees about most common things. Sure. Pretty crazy. Yep. You are get out, meet different people, talk to different types of people, and you will find that you have a lot more in common with most people than, than TV will... Uh, will lead you to believe. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get everybody to smoke cigars, and that'll save the damn world. Oh, Ooh, nice. talk. Yeah. Did you see our uh, cow? Our, uh, well, you read them. Our Instagram questions here. Yeah. Yeah. I got, uh, I got a few questions sent my way. Some of them are those, and some of them are other ones. So All right, I figured let's I'd do just it. slam through it. All right. So I got, there's five of them here. So we'll, we'll fire through. Um, one of the questions I got is what are the top three most underrated cigars right now? Ooh, top three most underrated. <laughs> That's a damn good. That's a damn good question. And I would take mm-hmm. underrated for me. I was thinking about this to mean either things that people have not heard about mm-hmm. or things that people don't like, but really ought to give another try. Okay. All right. What do you got? Um, so I wrote down my answers to help you guys by giving you a minute to think about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, one for me is the Campesino white label, um, yeah, especially at its price point. Ridiculously mm-hmm. good. You can get that cigar for like $7. Mm-hmm. Real good, smooth, delicious, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I wrote down is uh, I, I honestly think that the Patina is an underrated cigar right now. So you know, enjoy that. Uh, we talk about that one all the time, though, so our listeners already know that. Um, 
Another one I wrote down was the Sereno Maduro XX. All of all the Sereno stuff. I, I was gonna underrated. say that. Yeah, I think I was gonna say whole that. brand is underrated. Yeah, fantastic agree. cigars, out of La Corona, good stuff. Oh um, yeah. I wrote down one honorable mention too. I think PG cigars in some parts of the country <laughs> are incredibly highly rated, and in other parts of the country they're like, "What the hell is that?" That's hilarious because those are the two that came to mind right away. Yeah. For me. Yep. PG though, isn't that kind of their 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 bands are pretty plain. They look, aren't they? Yeah, uh, they look really boring. They have yes. crappy brand. Yeah, yep. But they're amazing. They are good scars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. I I was gonna say Sereno and uh, and uh, PG is two that came to mind right off the bat. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, Patina, Romacraft. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Do you think Romacraft is underrated? I think they're good, but I don't know if they're underrated. They're underpriced. I just had to say Romacraft again. <laughs> we should have like a bell. Um, anybody who, the voyage? Anybody who drinks takes yeah, shots every time yeah. we say uh, Romacraft or Patina. Oh my God. God Man, I got to think. What's... Uh, the Voyage. That was a good cigar. It was. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think like, man. I know there was something recently that I smoked and I was just like, damn, this is actually, this is really good. What was it? Uh, I got to think. Sure, were there any, uh, any I don't Caldwell know I... cigars that are underrated that we should know about? Underrated by you guys or just in general? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, actually, that that Caldwell that I like seems to be getting pretty good uh, feedback. The, uh, what, the I- MF? Yeah, the mad MF. Yeah. Mm. Um, it seems to be everything I see, everybody says is pretty good. Yeah, it's true. I've got a newbie uh, you know, hooked on him. So, yeah, who hooked on him? A newbie mm-hmm. on the Mad Mother Effer or whatever. Yeah, he uh, he ended up liking him. Bought some oh, more. Nice. I don't know if if this is going to fall into underrated, but I will say underappreciated. And I believe that Illusioni is underappreciated. That's probably yeah, fair. that's they probably fly true. under the radar unless you're like kind of a nerd. Yeah. Well, and here they're just now starting to. You're starting to see more of them here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep going because I want to get through some of these. What questions. do you got? What else? Uh, this one, I I, don't, I had very little to say about this one. I don't know if you guys do. What are the best cigar bundles? Like, if you're buying a bundle cigar, what are you buying? So I think they. I don't. <laughs> never know. Like bundle <laughs> brands or brand like yeah. known brands that will sell bundles to retailers. I think either to fill one is boxes. fine. I think either one. Well, no, not to fill boxes. I'm not just yeah, like it's yeah. sold in a bundle, but like it yeah. comes just as a bundle. You can't buy it in a box. Yeah, I man, I I really don't know much about that. 
Yeah, I don't either. The only one that I remember recently that I loved, actually surprisingly good, was the Cornelius and Anthony has this Liga E. Mm-hmm. Super cheap. Super good. I had nothing else for that that one, though. Yeah, th- there's a brand that is starting to get get a little steam, and I just smoked some. Um, actually, I met the guy tonight. Um, Y.O. He does bundle stuff, and his... Uh, his Connecticut's not bad. His bundle Connecticut is pretty good. Hmm. I, I still have to smoke uh, his San Andreas Maduro, and um, he has another Habano, but uh, they, uh, no, man, yeah, it wasn't bad. That's nice. a brand you could look for. Yeah. And Drew, you don't smoke bundles at all, do you? No, uh, no. The only thing I was going to say was uh, the last quote-unquote bundle I bought was uh, the uh, the smaller Nika Roosticus, the smoke while I was working. Mm-hmm. They were yeah, cheap. Was that really a bundle cigar? They come in a bundle. <laughs> that's I, I, that's I, all I can relate I, to. I, they come in a bundle. I think what, people, I think what the person's asking essentially is the stuff that's like Flor de Oliva or Casa Garcia yeah. or... Yeah, like the you know, that, yeah, that no. type of bundle stuff. Well, that's the only oh, the, one I've had that actually... The is kind of right on that line, though, isn't it? It probably is. Because <laughs> they roll pretty cheap, but then you get some pretty good quality for that price. Yeah, for sure. That's all I got all as right. far as that cool. goes. So, so let's jump to the other side of the, the economic spectrum. Mm-hmm. So high-end cigar accessories, lighters, cutters, that kind of stuff. Are those worth the cost? No. So I literally <laughs> just got my, I mean, everybody in a room was making fun of my $3 cutter, even though it works fine. Mm-hmm. But I've never, I don't know, man. I'm torn on that. I, I like the quality of the higher end stuff, but. Do I buy accessories for a show? Absolutely not. Like, I have a $3 cutter and I have a $200 lighter. Right? That averages out to, like, $101.50 per accessory. Right. So, you know, I mean, just, like, it just depends. But do I actively seek out (coughs) high-end accessories? No. not, Not even in the least bit. Even though I could appreciate them, I, I don't seek them out. That's not something I really care about. It's fair. Drew, what you got, man? Um. Uh, well, no. I mean, I I said no, but the. I mean, no, they're not. They're not really worth it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only reason you should be buying one is just because you. I mean, you like it. You know, if it's a brand or something that you like, you know, they make make nice opus lighters or uh even and and not super high end but uh, i hate to mention it but romacraft makes some <laughs> zycar cutters and lighters <laughs> so <laughs> sorry <laughs> that, that that one really wasn't on purpose but uh so yeah if you if you, if you like a certain brand and they make something like that then man have that if that's your that, yeah if that's your brand, represent, buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you're into that stuff, man, God bless. Yeah. 
I'd say my experience so far is that there's two sweet spots for price points for, for accessories. One is under $20. They almost yep. always work perfect. Yep. The other is over $80. They almost always work perfect. But between yeah. 20 and $80, you're buying somehow the worst thing that they possibly produce. I don't know why. 100%. 100%. And I always used to tell people this at the cigar shop when I used to manage. Look, man, forget this middle ground stuff. Either go get that $14 Vertigo or Firebird or Jetline or step up and buy yourself a DuPont. Yeah. That was, just my, honest, that was my honest advice to them. Well, you're right. It's weird. I don't. I don't understand why there's this giant dip in the middle. Yeah. I don't know. Or even those LED blue lighters are really nice too. I don't know if you guys have seen those. What are those around? They make. They make awesome humidors. A couple hundred, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're really cool lighters though. All right, rocking on to the next one. Go for um, it. How far is too far to go to a B&M before you just buy online instead? So if you were to drive, how far would you drive before you just ten, suck it up? Ten minutes. Online? <laughs> how far? T- ten minutes. Dang. I've got a B&M two miles away. But what if you didn't? Fifteen minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> the next B&M. <laughs> yeah. I'd say for me, half hour. Yeah, I was going to say 30 to be realistic. Yeah. If it's I much further than that. It's consistently done an man. hour, so I, I have to say it's at least an hour for me. That's mm-hmm. that's rough, man. I uh, That's commitment. Yeah, it, is, it depends I, what they have. They have you, to have good stuff there. Do you mm-hmm. normally, so uh, your your visits there, is it normally when you have time to actually hang out or do you yeah, hang you, out, stock okay. up both like the whole shebang. You don't, you don't normally just drive there to pick up a bunch of cigars and then drive back though. No. no okay. No. So it's, and I don't, my, I buy like probably half my stuff from B and M's right now and probably half online. Mm-hmm. It's almost a problem. Cause I really want to support all these different shops. I don't know if you guys run into that too, where you're like, I like these guys. I want to give them some money. Mm-hmm. I want yeah, to buy cigars from absolutely. them. And then you're like, there's no money left because I tried to buy cigars <laughs> from everyone. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. So. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I've never even, this is not to whatever, but I, I was never really a big online person for buying cigars. I think I've bought cigars online maybe twice my entire life. Wow. Um. But that's because I'm spoiled, and I know it. I mean, the reality is for prices, though. No, not prices. Certainly not. Yeah, prices. I'm about as fucked as anybody. But in terms of selection and stuff, I've always been lucky. So, you know, and I'd rather support local business. And and now that I'm on the end of being a small business myself, I continue to try to buy you know local or whatever and and support those people that are going out and mm-hmm. you know doing their thing man now that's not to say don't buy online because the reality of the situation is your b&m is not going to carry every single thing that you like and they shouldn't yeah no and so the the online market fits a uh Fits that you know whatever they fill a gap right so mm-hmm. 
Nothing wrong with that. It's fair. Like, I really like bespoke, right? Cigars, mm-hmm. for example. I don't know anybody. Well, there's one shop that has them, but then I'm paying Chicago pricing, like city of Chicago pricing. So now I'm talking, you know, 20 something dollars a stick. As much as I like that brand, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next time I have to reload on bespoke or whatever, because I really like that Daughters of the Wind. I mean, it's, it's a great cigar. Um, I either got to wait till I go back to Philly and get it from Smoke, or I got to order it from like Small Bash or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So. It's true. All right, cool. So last of the, the listener questions, at least I hope they're listeners. Um, and I, I modified this one just a little bit. So if you were going to go on a show like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which guy on the podcast would you choose to be your phone-a-friend? No, this is this is easy. You. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking boring question. You're, you're the brains of this podcast. Or, uh, it, it, so if Danny's on, if Danny's an option. Yeah, he, he's I, in. I kind of got to go Danny. That that guy knows some weird knowledge. He knows he knows some odd things that people don't know. That's true. <laughs> if, like Escalade humidors, how to get cigars for free. Yes, you never know when that. <laughs> can... <laughs> if Danny's not involved, I'm going cow though. Yeah, for sure. I'm going Second cow. Choice. I'm going cow. Ridiculous. Regardless, no offense, Danny and Drew. <laughs> I'm not, none taken here because. I mean, if I have a home repair question, Drew, you're my guy. If I, you know, have a fucking, you know, soliciting free goods question, Danny's my guy. But overall knowledge, I'm going with Cal. See, that's the really funny thing that you that you said that because my answer, I was thinking about it a little bit, and I was like, who on the show knows the stuff that's the like has the least overlap in Venn diagram with what I know, right? Like mm-hmm. they know more stuff outside of what it is. So weirdly enough, I'd totally pick Drew. Okay. Because Drew, man, you know everything that I don't know, right? Oh, I didn't think about that. (laughs) So you're saying you know a lot. Drew knows very well. I'm that little, the little piece of pie left on the... No. (laughs) No, the point of the Venn diagram is there's some overlap in the middle, and then both the other sides are generally pretty big. They don't have to be, but damn it. All right, well, that that didn't work as a compliment, so here we are. I I appreciate it. That works. (laughs) If you're ever on, you have my phone number. Tell them to call. It's going to be pimp. Um, get that million dollars and buy you a lost city. Appreciate it. Just one. Just, Just one. one. <laughs> yeah. No angel share, though. No, God, no. no. Hmm. Um, cool. So the, the only thing I had left was the, the deep thoughts with Drew topic. There, it's oh deep God, thoughts with is- Mo. That got silent. Okay, no, all that's, right. That's Mo Deep Thoughts, which comes afterward. Ooh. Let's nice. let's finish off with it. All right. Well, Drew, I'm going to take the heat off of you. So I am known in my circle of friends as getting into TV shows well past when they were popular. For example, I did not watch Sopranos until last year, or I just watched all of it, right? And recently, I have started uh, Breaking Bad. And I don't know if you guys have, 
have watched Breaking Bad or not. Yeah. But uh, what a phenomenal show. I'm in season two. That's a great show. Uh, now, there are some that I stay current on, you know, Vikings and uh, Blacklist. And uh, I forgot the other one, man. Damn it. Uh, oh, Punisher. That's a great show, too. Um, Mr. Robot's really good. But, yeah, I have, like, this thing where I just, for some reason, like, if something's, like, super, like, popular at a certain time for some reason i just don't get to it and then i watch it years later so now i'm kind of like man this show is awesome 10 years fucking later but that's that was a good that's a good show so where in there was the deep thought deep thought even if you don't get something right when it's popular or whatever doesn't mean it's a bad thing that means it's a really good show, though. It's holding... Uh, yes. yep. Stands the test of time. And I will value. tell you, if you want to loop it back to cigars and back to that question about under the radar, underappreciated, or whatever you want to call it, there are so many great fucking cigars out there that people miss out on because there's no hype machine, there's no mm-hmm. advertising, there's no whatever. So... Go out there, find your Breaking Bad of cigars, or find your Sopranos of cigars, or whatever. That cigars that are that are going to stand the test of time. That just because they never got this like height of popularity or hype, doesn't mean they're not freaking amazing. And so, um, mm-hmm. that's kind of my deep thought, anyways. Yeah, or maybe you missed it when it was new. Yeah, that's okay. That happens a lot. Still most new to you. Miss most of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Still new to you. Take care of them with a bovida. (laughs) (laughs) We are not sponsored by bovida, Roma Craft. We're not sponsored by anybody. Or (laughs) Zygar. We we might. That's true. We sponsored the shut up. (laughs) We'll do maybe like one of those live radio thons someday where Mm -hmm. people pay us money to stop. Yeah. Uh, Probably wouldn't take long. That's fair. All righty. What other stuff you guys got? (laughs) That was it. You had the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) We will have to reconvene next week when when you have more stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So next next week, um, I'm out in Tennessee. So anybody in the Nashville area, mostly Nashville, I believe. Awesome. So anybody out there in Nashville have a, have a tasting next Friday, I think March 1st. I can't believe it's March already, man. Um, March 1st at the Humidor in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So anybody out there that listens or whatever to the podcast, it'd be great to meet you. So Cool. Very cool. Enjoy. Yeah. Anything else? You know what's, what's interesting about Nashville that I did not think would be interesting until I went was the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. Mm-hmm. It's a really good attraction. I thought they did a really nice job, and I had a much better appreciation for the music. So oh, okay. I'd recommend it. All, all of your extra sightseeing time, Mo. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Sitting around smoking uh, brought cigars. to you by... Brought to you by the Tennessee uh, Department of Tourism. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, all right, guys. Cool. All right, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure. Do it again next week. All right. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.